ready for the wind rain? It's a windbreaker. Antonio's got the prime real estate right here. This is nice. Yeah, waterfront. It's the French <laughs> waterfront. <laughs> All right, let's go. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Serie Audio Experience with IFTV. We were just saying in our Instagram story that you probably saw a, co- saw a couple hours ago. Are we missing somebody today? I don't think so. Nope. Not at all. I, I usually sit here, right? Yeah, it's like the same uh, rotation as usual. So. Uh-huh. Much better view. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. <laughs> it actually feels good to be here. I how like does, this. How does it feel different? I, you know, I kind of feel backed into a corner over here. Like everybody's staring. I got the light like so direct. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what makes him angry. You felt a little bit more free over there? <laughs> I feel like Antonio would be too far away over there. Like here, I feel like I could grab everybody for some reason, especially you. <laughs> this, this is why he picks on you because you're direct, direct. Uh, but all jokes aside, Antonio will be coming soon. Um, did we? He did say he was going to come on time, right? He said, I think he did. Within he, yeah. 30 minutes, that's Antonio's words. Let's see how long it's going to take from now. So, so. we're going to start. We, we already know what he's going to say about like Inter and the transfer market and all this and stuff. Buy this guy, buy that guy. <laughs> so we'll just, we'll avoid, we'll skip over that. And Antonio will come and he'll speak about his Milan. And I'm sure he'll, he'll throw Sadi and, and Conte in there somehow. And we have a very special surprise that two of these people at the table know about. But two of these people do not. That's going to be a, f- a fun surprise for the people that You don't. two don't know what's going to happen. Your dad's looking at you <laughs> yeah, like, what, I know, are, you, what are you going to do to us? <laughs> we texted you guys the I other day that Antonio and I had a surprise for you. I have to be somewhere afterwards, so no... Uh... I don't know. If <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll make it. Or not. <laughs> I like after, how he said that. After the surprise, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to make it. No you funfetti, no... Do you have any guests? Spray. Is there anything that you're thinking? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you have a gift for me? I don't know. Is it, is it food? Yeah. So it, food? We've, we've gone so far that we've even shown it and you, no, it's okay. We've shown it on our Instagram and we had to block Peter so, so that he could see not it. see it. And now you're here right now. So you can't be checking your phone. We had to block you from seeing our, uh, what we posted. Cause we, we posted it yesterday. So we've on gone stories. pretty far for this surprise. We have we, gone very we far. Sure you didn't see this. Cause it's, it's that good. It's that good. <laughs> and we knew you were going to see it. Everyone's thinking right now. I, I can only imagine what you guys are thinking. No, oh, no, I have no idea. Also, so everybody else knows about Antonio, the surprise. I've never seen, everybody knows about the surprise. Yeah. Antonio is so happy. He is. I've never seen he him is, so happy. Genuinely, I've never seen him smile more. Oh, okay. Is it a shirt signed by, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I guess? I would say it's more of a it's more of a gift for us all. Ibra. Yeah. It feels like more of a gift it for me than it definitely feels more of a gift for us. Entertainment. Anyway, we'll uh well we, <laughs> you guys are gonna think we about it. We have to um keep an eye on Antonio when he Yeah, yeah, I have it. Do you have, have a door my, open? I have it, I have it, I have it. Okay. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't close with the wind. But I he'll, whatever, he'll call us from okay. over here. Don't worry, I'll check. Anyway, guys, where do you want to start? Peter, you wanna start with uh with your inter? Sure. Since uh you want to get it out of the way before he comes. Just finished <laughs> too, so because no, yeah, he's, I mean, he's gonna say, "Oh, you're playing Spal. You're playing." Listen, you're you're versing Spal. It's a uh, last place. Look on it, you know, on its way to Serie B. I think it's confirmed after this game. Uh, Inter needed to win just to keep that second place. We were just talking Gaetano because, of course, every Inter fan you're looking is like, "Oh, it's only six points away," but six I think points. It's, it's six points. Bad. It's two games, but six points. It will be seven points because Juventus has the head-to-head. Also, but uh, I think Gaetano said it best. He's like, just worry about second place. Everything else that comes, let it happen. Don't, don't. Let's not calculate this result, that result, because that's what gets you, uh, I guess, all worked up, right? 
I sort of feel uh, the obligation to push back and be the Antonio. <laughs> now, before we push forward, <laughs> I realized I we forgot to do something. And I realized that because I'm sweating right now. And why am I sweating? Oh, yeah. we. Uh, we this is the, the new merchandise <laughs> yeah. that's coming July 20th. Uh, we're all wearing one of the shirts. We'll, we'll get Antonio in one so when they talk. you guys probably think I'm crazy. I'm wearing the windbreaker right now just for the intro because I'm sweating. It's pretty hot in here. Is that why you brought it up so early? It's pretty nice. <laughs> I was like, why is it so hot? And I was like, oh, crap. I have the all right. On. I, I need to get one of those. Yeah. Maybe two. Sure to give you one. We'll Maybe, two. Maybe two. Maybe two. Hey, what do you got underneath? Woo! It's a tank top. Oh, been working awesome. out, Mike? Yeah. Whoa. Mike, you been working out? It, it actually comes. It actually comes with the shirt. Before you you wear it, you you know, however your body when you put it on, it's like you worked out. That's what they say. I don't know. July twentieth. Uh, there's a there's a uh, an email sign up list in uh, the link in the description where you're listening right now. Where you're listening right now um, to get a one hour pre release on July twentieth, twelve p.m. Monday. Uh, we have four different shirts. I'm wearing the pink, and then Antonio. We got. We, we're putting Antonio in the blue one. Just for Inter, for his love for Inter, right. uh, which will make him wear. And then we also uh-huh. have swim trunks, which I gotta say, that's my favorite, my favorite item that we've ever made. Are the swim trunks? Them right I'm now. wearing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I wear them like I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I wear them every day. Let me see. Let me now, I'll, I'll pop them on the screen for everybody. I'll show you. How oh, okay, okay. Right now. Listen, do I? Have I wear any... them as shorts though. Like I legitimately wear them oh, as shorts. Okay, yeah, but then you can go in the pool. Yeah. But you can so go that's in the pool because cool. they don't have that stupid thing like the the net inside. It doesn't have. Yeah, they're like regular shorts. Do do I have any connections in getting uh, the first pick on this uh, on we'll this give item? So nice package or everything of the merchandise drop. We'll, we'll give you the stuff from the last one. Guys, hurry up and get your stuff because I don't think uh, I'm gonna get any. Uh, let's go back to uh, to Inter. I, I don't remember what you were saying, but listen. Oh, you weren't saying anything. I, I was saying this. for the merch. Yeah. Six points. Yeah, six two, points. Two games away from being uh, where Juventus. Isn't it kind of crazy that everyone's killing Inter? How bad of a season? But in reality, it's six points. Antonio was saying no? yesterday um, in the video that he shot, he was saying that Inter's going to finish in fifth. He was like, they're not even going to finish in Champions League. Okay. So, that was before this game. So for this Scudetto, I think it's over. Juventus is going to win another one. I think Inter can't um, concentrate on the second place, uh, which is a good accomplishment. And we were going over the points. Uh, I think Conte's got a chance to break the points after Mourinho, after, post yeah, Mourinho. He might have the most points between uh, Spalletti and, uh, and Leonardo, right? Yep. I think he, he could have yep. the most. So he has, uh, at the end of the season... If you got the most points, you're in second place. It's not a bad season, and everybody's criticizing Conte. Exactly. Yeah. I wish Antonio been, was here. Yep. Juventus have also been pretty bad. Yeah. Well, come on. But okay. look at just but the points, at least, on Inter's behalf. Forget about what Juventus like, has done. Like Inter got slaughtered and Lazio. Inter definitely got slaughtered more with, uh, with the media and everything. They made it seem like they're 20 points behind. Well, you know Because they, they were in Which fourth last week, so that's why. No, it's true. But, they were in fourth but last week. But now if you week. look, it's only six, so it's, like, it's not that Yeah, but the, the points don't matter as much. I there's mean, there's teams in front of you. Role. When you had teams in front of you, you oh, had yeah. Atalanta and you had Lazio and then that. you had Juventus. So it's only six points now because Juventus didn't win and Lazio didn't yeah, win. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, I know. But I just find it bizarre how much... They wouldn't much, be in second place if even if Atalanta had been Juventus, which was very close. That's when everybody was criticizing okay. Inter. But, so it know, was justified. They were in fourth place. In the end, you have to see where you're at when after the 38th game, right? Obviously... You know, the points, it could still change from now to the end of the season. Inter can, can drop a couple of games and they go back down to fourth place. Atalanta is playing fantastic football and, like you said, could have rightfully beaten Juventus and nobody would have said that, uh, would have had any problems with it. I think 
what, what uh, Gaetano was saying about Conte with his points. Two years ago, Spalletti had 72 points. Inter already have 71 points. Uh, the last season when they had over 70 points was uh, with Leonardo in 2011 with 76 points. Like Gaetano said, he's on he's on uh, on path to beating those records. If, you know, being the record, beating those points scores, if he uh, plays out the remainder of the season the way he should uh, for Inter. That being said, I think things to look forward to this uh, th from this game. Like I said, Spal is not the team that everybody's gonna say, "Oh, you know, good job" or whatever. This is a game Inter has to win. Uh, both wing backs score. Alexis Sanchez looks unbelievable coming back off of uh, you know the coronavirus, and he's been one of the guys that I think has has been a real spark to Inter's uh, lineup. Uh, Ranocchia got the the weird game in, you know, and but the important thing is no goals allowed, and I, I don't don't I don't know when was the last time Inter didn't succeed a goal. And not only I just saw first time since 2017. Uh, that Inter didn't allow a goal on target, a shot on target. Wow. Sorry, shot on target. Pressure. So Pressure. these are things. These are but things to build. Yes. Okay. Six right. zero. But that, that doesn't you know. Count, yes, it, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. But that's so good. that's important, and you were able to manage the game because we've seen times that yeah. time. You know. You mentioned Sanchez. I think the one-two with Lautaro, they are, they're pretty good. I think they mm. understand each other very well. But um, he's a Man United uh, player, right? Yeah. So, so at the end of the year? Well, I think uh, Manchester United, from what we see in reports, they don't want to give any uh, discount on the price, $20 million. And then I think the biggest thing also is Sanchez makes $12 million a year. Ooh, wow. So it's That's a lot of money. Are you going to spend $12 million for, United on the bench. Yeah, for no, a that, bench player? That's a lot of, how old so, is he? Uh, I'll find out. But he's he's at least 30, yeah, yeah, maybe. something like that. Um, so I mean, if he's over 33, uh, I thought he was over 33. Yeah. So unless he's willing to reduce his salary oh, no, to play, to play for Inter, yeah, but no, still, at 12, in, at, in at 12 like December, but okay, still so at 12 he's million he's is too got much. A couple he's got of years. A, I think he's older actually. But I think, yeah, 12 million is too much. Yeah, yeah he's gonna so have to do something. If about he that. wants to stay on Inter and reduce his salary, then maybe you spend the 20 million, but 12 cut it by like a fourth. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens. But maybe more. Then uh, I think also n just one more thing to say about Inter. Eriksson got the start, played the full ninety minutes. Um, at times, you know, he, he brings the the technical ability, but then we saw sometimes he, he just a little lack, morning, little lackluster. Yeah. So still, you know, we I I personally will give him time. You know, I I see the value in having a technical player that can that can change something on the flip of the hat. So we'll see. But but hasn't been able to really give a, a big input in this Inter team so far. You brought it up, and there were rumors already uh, this week uh, from Mediaset who were saying that um, after bringing him in in January, Inter were looking to sell him if they could get a good offer. So they were saying 50 to $60 million, uh, which they only paid $20 million for him. Uh, the only thing is, the only thing I have a problem with is like, you know, Inter paid twenty million in January. If a team was that was going to be willing to pay fifty or sixty now, there's nothing that's changed them since January from now. It's not that he exploded like Sanchez or something. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? Why wouldn't they have paid that only twenty million then in January? I understand things can change. Players could get hurt. They could need new coaches and stuff. But I think it will probably be very difficult to get sixty million for him right now. No. 
Well, I mean, his value is did, that. His value. His value is that. The only reason why Inter were able to get him for twenty million was because he had no contract. Um, so, uh, I I just hope that Inter and I said it before in the in the case of Lautaro, you as the management have to come out strong, and say Ericsson's not for sale, Lautaro's not for sale. Then if something happens after the season, so be it. You know your words. You're not. Uh, Jesus Christ that you can't lie <laughs> yeah. you can say what you have to say but come out strong and say no he's not for sale any rumors no it's all BS well the the, the release clause expired the yeah the activation the, was July 7th doesn't mean really they're saying they want to they want to increase they it can, or they can extend it you could always negotiate it yeah. today they were saying even Manchester City is looking at at Lautaro that they're willing to pay a lot of money for him because they see him as the heir to Sergio Aguero yeah. which could make sense for them, obviously now, we're going to talk about it, the Man City ban, but now they're allowed to sign players. They know that they're going to be in Champions League, whatever. Oh, yeah? They yeah. are? Yeah, yeah. It got, it got removed. It got overturned. Uh, well, for, for $10 million, For a massive $10 million, they're they're out. They're, okay. they're clear. Ridiculous. Listen, so La- Lautaro Sanchez, there's no room for them in Italy. So if they want that kind of money, that they're going to have to go uh, outside of Italy. Yeah, $12 million, yeah. There's also, there was a list uh, from Gazeta again of the players that are up for sale for Inter this summer. They even made it into an entire 11. Uh, I'll read the list and we'll go through them. Skriniar is one of the players who's had a tough time in adapting into a three-man backline. There are some Inter fans saying, listen, we should cash in on Skriniar if he can't fit into the three-man backline and get a, a more adapted player because his value is higher. But then I'm sure, Peter, you don't want to sell a young center back who's been great up until this season. And it was having a tough time. Yeah, I think agree? I've seen that list. I think the only two that you that a lot of Inter fans could be uh, on both sides of the fences uh, are Brozovic and and Skriniar because those are two Wait, guys. What? Not Berni. <laughs> Who's gonna get red cards for you? I know, right? <laughs> no, Berni has got to stay for life. <laughs> for life. Who's <laughs> right? gonna bring the water? I don't know. We need coffee. Anyway, yeah, I agree with you. But, uh, yeah, those are the two. Besides all the other guys, I mean, those are guys that Inter fans Ooh, could see. Esposito. Well, Esposito, I don't think he's going to be for sale. I Maybe think he's loan, if anything, yeah. on his way out on loan. Um, but Skriniar, I don't like – I wouldn't want to see him go. Like you said, he's young. He's one of those hustler defenders. Gives it, you know, 100% every, every game. This year, you know, he's made some mistakes. Let's see maybe one more year under the three-man system if that changes. I don't see his value going that much down. He's only 24, right? So I guess even only, a year the only, after. The only argument could be if he has a second bad season, then his value would go down. How much? I don't know. How much is he worth now? He must be worth at least 40. 40? Maybe 40? 50. I, I think if he has another bad year, and if this is a bad year, this is not that bad of a year, um, what, it drops maybe another 10 million? Yeah, I think Nothing more. Antonio would be screaming right Skriniar's now. Skriniar's definitely the and, future yeah. friend. Uh, the rest of the list, just so everybody knows. Uh, Skriniar, Brozovic, Godin, Azamoa, Gallardini, Vecino, D'Ambrosio, Esposito, Biragi, Ranocchia, and Berni. Anybody? They could all go. Marco, say the They could all go one. except... Uh, Skriniar. Skriniar. Skriniar and... Brozovic has been pretty important. Brozovic, yeah, really I think... Well, it depends on who's coming in. If you get Tonali or if you get... You know, if you get Tonali... Then yeah, Brozovic can go. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I will keep Brozovic and uh, Skriniar. Otherwise, everybody gone except Skriniar. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, uh, 
Conte actually said he wanted to keep Borja Valero on the thing. He didn't oh, want yeah. to put him for sale. So apparently he really likes him for some strange reason. So I found that pretty interesting. I thought he was going to be like one of the first ones on the list. Yeah, I thought he was going to be But he seems like... But you know what it is? Because he has no no value. You know, you you sell him. You can't sell him for much. And he brings that type of uh, veteran presence. Does Gallardini have any value? Or have any value? Gallardini does. Vecino does. Yeah, how much? More than than Borja Valero. I don't know. That's... Because of his age. No, it's because of his age. Um, like, can we can we move on to uh, Juventus so we get this out of the way before he comes? Because sure. we're getting close on time. I thought he was going to walk in any second. I can just hear we his were, voice screaming in the yeah. head right now. <laughs> Even though, let's not act like the second that he comes here, he's only going to be screaming about Conte and, uh, and Sadi. Juventus threw away a 2-0 lead against mm. Sassuolo. They were up 2-0 in, uh, playing in Sassuolo's home. Sassuolo went up 3-2. And then Juventus uh, came back and scored uh, the 3-3. An absolute disaster of a match. First time Chiellini actually was starting, by the way. Um, Ended up going off. But what a nightmare. I mean, we know Sassuolo, to give credit to Sassuolo. Sassuolo has been an incredible team on incredible form. And I'll have a stat about them, how well they've been doing. Uh But you would think a Juventus where this is, I mean... Now you're cutting it close with six points against Inter. This is a win that you gotta that you have to get against Sassuolo. This win basically does secure, in my opinion, it. I think they need like nine points left to win the Scudetto. Is it nine points? Something like that. Um, this could have been, you know, two. It would have been to seven points. Uh, and now you're gonna have Lazio, and you're gonna have some some of the tougher games. You could say. I cannot believe the manner in which Juventus threw away this game. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying that's to take anything away from Sassuolo. I just can't believe the manner in which Juventus have thrown away their lead. And you can f- fact check me on this, but I heard that Juventus in their past three games have conceded nine goals. Yes. You know that? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's an um, insane amount of goals for what used to be Juventus's best yeah. defense in Italy is the one that wins you the league. And amateur, amateur mistakes on it. Yeah, you've yeah. just been playing pretty weird, I feel like. Uh, I just wanted to... Uh, like Marco was saying, they're up 2-0, and you're like, oh, they're going to they're gonna steamroll them, whatever. And I'll, when you were up 2-0, I was like, damn, Sassuolo. Was like, I had hope for them. I watched Sassuolo a lot this season because their Greek left back, Iriakopoulos, is there. So I've been watching them like more more than uh, than any other mid-table team. And they've actually been playing pretty good. The Zerbi's doing amazing over there. But uh, they picked up some pretty sick results. Marco could read them off afterwards. Uh, but Sassuolo actually played their game. They were playing how they would normally play. And against Juventus, I was like, ah, they're not going to do as much as they could. But they were running circles around Juve. And Juve, I feel like, took the took their uh, foot off the gas, too, after that 2-0. They probably thought it was secured. Same I disagree. I don't, I don't think it was anywhere near oh. secured because... Sassuolo, they were taking shots. Even at 2-0, even Sassuolo they, looked incredible. Even when they were up, I don't think I don't think Juventus thought it was secured because they, they were Chesney. Without Chesney, it would have been you know completely different two, match. Two, uh, one or two incredible saves that it could have went. The in. amount of shots that they took against the amount of shots against Juventus, I think it was the first time since 2005 they've never had that many shots taken against yeah, that's them. Pretty crazy. They were Sassuolo were killing it. The only thing yeah. was missing was the goal. That was it. Mm-hmm. They were doing everything right. Sassuolo Until the goal. Sassuolo definitely could have won that game and for sure. And no Dybala. Dybala was, was obviously right. on the bench. Yeah. Iguain, who he did score, but besides that, didn't do um, anything. Bernadeschi just continues to show how useless the guy is. I don't I don't even know how this guy's still in Juventus. I don't know how he still plays under Sadi. I don't care what anybody says about, oh, he helps out in the defensive ability. <laughs> yeah, you, he helps out in the defense, but then you're one less when you're in the, when you're in the attack. And the midfield around... 
um, around Juve, just yeah, horrible. Yeah. Bentancur, disaster. I don't... All of them, though. Not just a single out yeah, Bentancur, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the entire but so, is so it's poor. It's not something we didn't know. It's like it's been kind of lingering on uh, for the for it's, a while for Juve this season. Yeah, I, I mean, say, no? so Juventus, especially recently, they haven't been playing fantastic football. And this season, you, a lot of people can argue that, you know, they still haven't really got into gear. But now it's, you know, it's coming close. They have an important game coming up in Thanks Champions so League. Yeah. And uh, to tell you the truth, if they would have won this game or or managed some games versus Milan, same thing. They were up two goals and they they lose the game. So if you manage those two games better, some breathing room. You have some breathing room, but also Sadi can start moving in a lot more younger players or, or guys that haven't gotten time you know to play. Like to do that. But I'm saying you already you would have had maybe nine points yeah. ahead of Inter, and you can start looking forward to Champions League. Exactly. That being said, now you have a little bit more pressure. You have uh, games every three days, which even even for Juventus could be hard to manage. Um, and quite honestly, Juventus, for some reason, the mentality-wise, hasn't been the same. Uh, you know, from from the coaches of Allegri and Conte, uh, Sari seems to have this team a little. Uh, I don't want to say weak, but they don't have the fire. Yeah. For some reason, but you, yet they're still in first place. Yeah, you usually. Uh, I don't know if it's the, to their credit as much as the detriment of the rest. The Juventus team, they don't go up and down. You know, they're pretty steady all the time. Now this is, uh, this is going up and down, and I don't know how much is Sarri and how much is uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah. You know, uh, probably is a little bit of both. Um, also, winning all the championships in uh, in a row. Uh, you know, maybe they're waiting for Champions League, you know, to, to, to come out. To excite them a little bit more, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Like a spark, right? Mm-hmm. That could be. That's ridiculous, but, but that's where leadership but, at the top comes in. That's true. Right, too. but that's what I'm saying. It, it's I'm sure Sarri has something to do with it. COVID-19 has something to do with it. You know, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, and then... If we want to say also Sassuolo, I mean, I mean, I know you have the stats. Playing every three days might have a little bit to do with it. You know, there's some, uh, but usually... Atalanta plays every three days. Right, right. The the only exception to this rule, it's... uh, Sassuolo. Is is Atalanta is doing very well. The other teams, you know, they're winning the loss, they're winning the loss. You know, look at most of the other teams. The first first game um, against Juventus, they did 2-2, a draw in Torino. Uh, 0-0 against Milan. They beat Roma 4-2. This is Sassuolo's results. They tied Inter 3-3. We, we remember that one. Um, they beat Lazio 2-1. And now they tied Juventus 3-3. Yeah. I think there's a big... I don't know. I don't want to cut you off. I don't want to change the topic from yeah. what you were going to say. But the Zerbi, you know, oh, my applause to the Zerbi. These are that. great results. And like you're saying about mentality, I love that they have the mentality switch to when the teams, when they play the bigger teams... This is when we could still pick up points. Yeah, and they well, remind me of a little uh, Atalanta. I just wanted to add. I like not not obviously to that extent, but I feel like there's some hints of Atalanta yeah. in that attacking football. Yeah. Well, they so Deserbi. I was gonna say this guy has has gotten Sassuolo to play a very positive style of football. They they let in a lot of goals, as we see the three goals versus uh, Inter versus Juventus, um, but they don't change their style. So they play, they have like a, a doppio regista sometimes. They got two guys that come back to play that ball from the defense and they just play it around and, and not necessarily a tiki-taka because they don't move it as quick as let's say a Barcelona with Xavi and Iniesta. But you can see how they play these short passes, diagonal passes. 
and uh, you know, kind of like Saudi's Empoli, we can say, compared to Atalanta. Atalanta is just a ferocious t- yeah, uh, machine. machine, and you have like Papu Gomez and guys up top that really can make uh, the difference. That being said, good mix of youth with old guys, you know, with uh, Chicho Caputo, who this guy's always there, hungry for a goal. A 15 goals you know? is pretty yeah, great. That's pretty good. How many of them are penalties? I think only one or two. I don't think he's a penalty Check. taker. Yeah. No way. Wow. Right? Yeah. And then, and then uh, you know, Berardi, who a lot of people were confused on this guy for the past four or five years. But this, this year, he's been... I he's don't been. Really agree. He's been good. He did I good think in the he's beginning, got, and then he died off. And I think he's he got 13 back. goals. Yeah, yeah, but I think like six or seven of them came from the beginning of the okay. season. But and also, he might also, Bolga has been unbelievable. No, Bolga's been great. Unbelievable. Yeah, that guy's so that guy's a good player. He takes on players I, and stuff I like, like that. Him a lot. And then the also, interesting enough, the Derby actually seen this uh, has this way of when they take a goal kick. I don't know if you noticed, they bunch really, really close on a goal kick, and luckily. You know, they, they're able to move the ball quick and open up into on. space. Yeah, they almost did a couple of times. Check uh, Caputo. He, he only, okay, he has 17 goals this season. 17 goals. One penalty. Pa- one penalty. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's great. That's and how many, what's Berardi? The Berardi, number of goals and how many yeah. penalties? Berardi has 13 goals and only two penalties. Okay. So even I think him. six of them came in the like the first like couple games, yeah, yeah, I remember, because yeah, so. you guys are going crazy. Yeah, I think he had like right. six and like four or something like that. Six and five. It was something great. He had injury. The guys yeah, that and are, then he got injured. And then he got Immobile injured. and Ronaldo, they got 11 penalties. Yeah. Ronaldo mm-hmm. got 12, but he missed one. But yeah, he scored 11. So 11 penalties, yeah. And they're at 28 I mean, and 29. But, uh, you know, let's not go crazy now. They're still 30 points away from uh, yeah. from the top, right? So, well, yeah. I, I mean, they were about 30 points. Well, yeah, but it's a pretty from, positive uh, season trying to fight is, for Europa yeah, League. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For Deserbi, is there a bigger move on the horizon? No, 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 no. I mean, for them, yes. Uh, no, definitely. No, I'm saying for Deserbi, personally. Hmm. Do you think a couple of bigger clubs could look at Deserbi to build their project? Uh, in Italy, no. I th- I, I, I've heard Roma fans... Sneaking in about uh, maybe that's the only team. That's sure where I Roma. The other team is no. It's not going to Milan. It's not going to Inter. It's not going to Juve. If I was the Zerbi mm, this me. year, no, because of you only have a month to prepare, so you're not gonna have the enough time to really, especially when you play a certain style of football and you want everybody to f- to buy into your style. You're not gonna have enough time, and then you go to these top teams where they expect you so to win cool. automatically. You might get. You might get burnt. They don't mean anything so. anyway. Hey, maybe, maybe, uh, especially yeah. Roma too. That's not a place yeah. you want to go right now. So anyway, <laughs> let's let's move on. Since we're talking about you know coaches, uh, Saudi's obviously the biggest uh, talking point right now. Um, many different people saying if he could be sacked come the end of the season. Uh, many questioning, like you just said, Peter. Hey, we're in July right now. Yeah. We're in the six games left. Thirty-two games into the league. Thirty-three games, whatever it is. We have to start. We have to start seeing something in this. Is this Sarri not going to work at Juventus? Which was the, the the debate. And where I stand on this is, it's going. The season is going almost exactly how I predicted with Sarri. The only thing, in my opinion, that's hard to tell and it's hard to put a judgment on is you got. I think it's more on the Juventus directors right now than it is on Sarri, because you got Sarri to play a specific way, a very specific style. You went in there with the intention of possession-based, um, very attacking, the, all this stuff. But the players that Juventus have do not match the style that Sadi has. 
It's almost Allegri's team that played a very defensive style. And the midfield of Juventus is not a ball-possessing yeah. midfield like he had at Napoli, like he wanted to have at Chelsea, where we saw the best of Sadi. So you take Sadi. Now, you don't give him a midfield. Whether he wanted it, whether he doesn't, we can't understand. But either way, the midfield is not the same. Then you have, you know, he, he plays very high. So you need defenders who are very good. Danilo, who's a, an absolute nightmare. Alexandro will give him the, the pass just because he, he was good the whole time. So you can't really get mad. And Cuadrado, who's had to play as the right back now because Danilo's been so poor. So that's the only thing that I have where I can't put my judgment out on it. And the people that say, oh, Sadi's going to get sacked at the end of the season. I think Sadi will be judged by Champions League. And if he does get knocked out by Lyon, he probably will be sacked. But the problem is, now with everything that's happening, who the hell are you going to get as a replacement for the coach? That's number one. It's great that to say, oh. my question. <laughs> it's, it's great to say, oh, Sadi has to be sacked. Yeah, but then when you start to think, who are we going to replace him with? Yeah. You don't really have a good answer. You don't have a sufficient answer that makes it better than what Sadi has. For me, in my opinion, people will say Pochettino because Pochettino is linked to the job today. That would make no sense. I would rather keep Sadi for one more year and see where it goes than go to Pochettino, who does not excite me. Unless you could get somebody incredible, a top coach somehow, I don't think that there's room to sack Sadi. I know you have a strong opinion on this. No, no. I, I mean, I agree. Uh, I mean... Maybe you can get him a couple of the players uh, that he wants for next year. I know Jorginho has been sitting on the bench. So maybe if that's the guy that I think he believes in Jorginho, get another uh, midfielder or two that uh, I think Pogba is, uh, it might be uh, available. No? They're saying now he might stay. He might stay? Okay. So maybe you get him a couple they got of. Arthur. Well, yeah, Arthur. Yeah, and, Arthur. And... You know, you get him a couple of players that, uh, and, and see where he goes next year. But like you said, if you don't have that coach that that is on the level of Zidane, of uh, Guardiola, of you know, and that level there, then you There's know, no you, point. yeah, you stay with uh, with Sarri. I mean, in Italy, who who's there? Uh, you know, there's uh, you know they say Inzaghi, but I don't know. I, to me, I I don't like Inzaghi, but some people say Inzaghi, you know, was the the the, the on the train to Torino. With uh, Milankovic, those two are uh, are the ones that they're looking for. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people like Inzaghi. Uh, I I personally don't, but it, it could be uh, maybe the only one. I don't know anybody else. And I don't even think that that would be worth it. Again, you're giving a guy a month to be able to yeah. learn. Not even yeah, yeah, a month, a month to do all that. It's not worth it. Not even but a month. The only thing is that I just go back to where exactly I was a year ago now. July is when dude, Saudi was probably hired in July, right? Last year? July, August, whatever. Almost a year ago, 11, 12 months ago, where we sat here and we said that Saudi never made sense for Juventus. The style that he plays has never aligned with the style of Juventus, and this Juventus with Cristiano Ronaldo was never built to play Sarri ball was never built to do that. Right. What, in my opinion, like I said, it needed it needs a handler, a guy who could take good players and allow them to what they do, not put them in a rigid system where they're going to need time. Juventus with Ronaldo, you want to win now. If they don't do anything in Champions League, you lost a year. But if you accepted losing a year with Ronaldo, just uh, to challenge what you said, I would just say um, I think the push for Sarri 
was because they wanted to play a more positive style of football. They wanted to see something better, more spectacular. And that was, if I remember correctly, also Ronaldo uh, upset maybe at Allegri's style or defensive style and so wanted to play full form. Well, that's another. That's that's align. that's the director's problem. I think we all know that Saudi was not their first choice because you wouldn't wait till end of July to hire Saudi. They was waiting for either for Guardiola or for another play, uh, coach that we don't know. Saudi no, is there to to bring this team to play some sort of positive style of football so that when Guardiola or somebody else that comes already has this instilled in these players. I don't know. That's my opinion. I just see there's a there's a big mismatch in what they wanted and then what they actually did with the actions. Yeah. It doesn't did not align whatever uh, whatsoever. And again, we're seeing I think the directors are massively at fault. Paratici, Nedved, whoever's decisions these were they did not make any sense, and we're seeing exactly what was predicted. I mean, it's not the only like, reason that Juventus is winning is because they have game changers in their team. Dybala, they have a guy like Ronaldo, Ronaldo yeah. and Dybala who combined have 39 but, goals, 40 goals, you, who are able to at these this edge that Lazio, that Inter do not have. It's not that Juventus have been the best team. But you were saying it too. This isn't a Saudi team. As you can see at Napoli, at uh, Chelsea, that was more of a Saudi team. They had a nice midfield. Juve's... Juve's midfield is your weakest point, and that's where I feel like Saudi excels. So wait till they get Arthur next season. Like wait, like there's no other coach. There's no reason to rush and get Pochettino, make a rush uh, coach just to make the fans mm-hmm. happy. Wait for Arthur. Pianic's gonna leave. Uh, and then who else? Is but the thing is, somebody. <laughs> and they gotta get another one. Plus Bentancur. I feel like they can have a much better season, especially in midfield with uh, with their passes. At and the everything same, at general. the same time, we cannot that's give Saudi such a uh, off the hook. That, oh, he didn't have this. Because at the same time, I mean, the decisions to keep Iguain is one of the most brain-dead decisions I've ever seen. The guy is horrible. He's not even in shape to play. And the decision with, with Dybala and how him and Ronaldo at first couldn't play with each other and the lack of any fire or passion in the team comes from Sadi at the same time. Whether you want to say this, this uh, the system doesn't work, you could still instill into a team to be hungry. And that has not come from Saudi. So he is at fault. Yeah, of course. But the judgment cannot be fully out on Saudi yet. No. Still Thank God we didn't have Antonio here for this. We actually had a good discussion. That was good. It went balanced. I, I, right? Everybody no, said no their opinion. Yelling. <laughs> Listen to me. He wasn't called a loser. Um, we'll, we'll, save, uh, we'll save the Milan talk. Uh, Lazio 0-0 against Udinese. I didn't see this match because it was at the, the same, same time as you went. Lazio every week. They they lost their steam. I, I I think it's the same thing this week. There's nothing else to talk about. Lazio yeah, lost yeah, their two they, games. They, they came by a game. Come on, you know that that you're you're second place. You're there. Now is the time, you know, to win. And uh, I don't know. You you have the players. Uh, I just don't see Inzaghi having, you know, that. Uh, that burn the inside fire to, to, it, to like. transmit it to the team when you know when that game that you you know. I, I think psychologically they no, they got screwed up with the whole coronavirus. Yeah. They against Juventus, how well did they play? Okay, so but Juventus, you you're the underdog. You go there. If you win, you win. If you don't win, you know you're supposed to lose. So it's game, the, it's a different game. It's when you're supposed to win. When you're supposed to win that game. That's the game you gotta win. I get you what know? you're but, You know what I'm but saying? But a few bad results is what messed them up, and that's where they didn't have the mentality okay, of but, that winning. Right, team. but that's where the coach yeah. comes in. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, where the coach okay. comes yeah, in. Yeah, you right. gotta be tough enough. Yeah. You gotta say, hey, 
you know, you lose that game. Hey, this is a new game. They had a suspension and you, too and a few injuries. Not saying that as an excuse, but they had. They, they, they listen. Fold. They, 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 they folded on the pressure. They folded yeah, on the pressure. Oh, they sure. had the chance right there, and they just the and, game versus Atalanta yeah. completely killed oh, them and they, changed they everything. Like they have the players, you know. They, they got two zero that game. Yeah. that really yeah. messed them up psychologically. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I'm. That's exactly that, what I'm talking about. You know where the you know where the coach the big time coach that's when they come in. Yeah. They have a big game coming up versus Juventus. That's I mean, right. for them, it doesn't mean as much as maybe uh, in the past. But if they want to be the spoilers to try to do something, and they you know. beat Juve two times this time, uh, season uh, Supercopa and the in the Serie A the right. first leg. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's see what they can do this time. Maybe they'll get more a little bit more fire under their ass now since they're playing Juve. Who knows. Well, right now they've been playing hard. They've been dropping points almost. Well, every they didn't win. Game. When was the last game they won? See, I, I, think I think it was the last three games, Lanche right? Or something. Yeah. No, they lost to they lost to Lecce. Oh, they then there was also, uh, another team. It must have been Spal or something that they that they beat. But just in general, after the restart, I had a stat here somewhere. I looked for, but they've been. Yeah, no, I think they lost. Oh, the, that's always on. Right. Uh, Are you changing spot? Yeah, I'm I'm move over here. Oh, okay. We'll leave for Antonio yeah. for sure. Lazio's we'll leave for sure he's not here. Antonio, Antonio Gondi. I was saying Lazio's last results. I would just talk the draw. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you guys think Antonio would do if he ever met Conte? Honestly, he would shake his hand and say, "Oh, you're yeah, such a great coach." He act like he uh, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd be like, "Where'd you get your head done?" He would want to. He'd want to steal that from him. No. Yeah. I right. Mean, Is he here? I hear him. Antonio Conte, where are you, Antonio? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we got the dog. Hey, nice head. Mr. Hey. Conte, welcome. You look like little Tony. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, you look good. Eh? Good, nice. Are you shave or something? What you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're wearing a different shirt. Oh, you're wearing one of our shirts. Nice shirt. Nice shirt. Beautiful. Uh, blue and uh, and black. That looks good on you. With all of this rush, don't you guys have a have a job or something? Listen, we're not all like we're not all like what? My mouth. Oh, we're not all like you, Mister Conte, that uh that get twelve million a year to coach Inter. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Anto, the wig, the wig. It's too funny. Maybe. <laughs> what wig? Bob wig. This is my natural hair. Are you going to sing Fuller. for us? Yeah, Fuller. <laughs> you do look like content. Huh? <laughs> That's what he does all the time, right? He moves it around. How does it feel to have it on your head? I love it. It feels good. Yeah. Is it hot? <laughs> when we showed it, so yesterday we recorded an Instagram story of him seeing it for the first time. We made a bet. I think it was like a joke during the live stream. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, can you guys get... Uh, Antonio a wig and Antonio said if you get me one I will wear it for Conte and then Antonio looked at himself in the mirror he said I'm never taking this off yeah. so you went to work like that can we have some permanent glue on yeah I did I did what did anybody say anything great hair every time that there was, there was some wind uh, the wind I had to just go in <laughs> I can get used to this look yeah wow Mike looks good yeah okay thank you it brings out your eyes so we we already we spent through inter and juventus we already spoke about juventus i don't remember we were finishing lazio and we we're gonna go on to milan your, with milan mm. so how'd you feel about milan you guys beat parma 
Listen, I, I keep saying the same thing. You guys, you probably don't get it. I mean, if you have any, any little brain, I keep saying that we are not part of this, uh, this campionato. Whenever any crumb that has been left over for us, we're going to take it. Mm -hmm. we're, not, we're not shooting uh, through the sky. We're not just, uh, we're not just, we're just spectators, okay? <laughs> we're just looking from outside, inside. If the door is slightly open, and we can squeeze in, we're gonna squeeze in. If you it's not like, open. You act like you're spal over here. Yeah, but yeah, the, no, no, the no. door is open for what? What, what door is open for, the for what? League, for the League. That's all. You're gonna make Europa League. That's I it. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, well, you spoke make with somebody already. You're gonna make know. Europa League. You're, 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 the way you stands right now, you're good oh, for right Europa. now. The way yeah. the stands are. Yeah, you're gonna make Europa League. That's it. Because there are three teams. Roma 57, Milan 53, and Napoli 53. Napoli is already in for Europa League uh -huh. because they won the Coppa Italia. So you Roma and Milan for um, you got you got the Europa League. So the next team after that has got what 40, 43 points, yeah, I think. So you're ten points. 47. 47? It's a Sassuolo. Sassuolo 47. Okay, uh, Sassuolo uh, 47. Uh, uh, so you're six points ahead. You uh, Sassuolo, Sassuolo is trouble. You're good. But I like Kessier. He scored again for uh, for Milan. He's looked really good. And I feel like again we go back to you weren't here last podcast, right? No. We had a we had a little debate on um, on Pioli on what Milan should do with Pioli. I have an idea in my head. I I I've, mm -hmm. I I think I know what the decision needs to be made. We were talking about you know there's all the rumors of Ranić who's supposed to come in and become uh, director and coach okay. of Milan. And we at the table said, listen, maybe for Milan, that's not the smartest idea. Maybe Pioli has showed enough that he should remain on as the coach. Yeah. What do you think? Well, what I think is when this guy, Ratnik, uh, comes in, what problem is he going to solve? <laughs> the guy is winning. He's winning, uh, Pioli. He's doing very well. I mean, usually when somebody comes in, it comes in because there are a lot of problems. This guy's been winning every week. So uh, he's going to have a problem. I like your mouthpiece. We'll give it to you. Yeah. Mouthpiece. mouthpiece. You gave it to him, right? Did I? No, really. Yeah, no. this is, uh, this I'm is trying to put those custom made. Ooh, I was trying to put the pieces together because it looks like your Italian flag one. See, I forgot this. No, if my daughter sees me like this, she's going to kill me. But anyway. Okay, she's killing me anyway. So, <laughs> um, no, no, I, I think this guy right now has got a problem. Who's, Who's got, got a problem? problem? Ragnik. Yeah, if he comes in. Oh, you're saying that he might not get the job. No, oh, if he comes in, well, usually so you bring in the coach, you bring in the director. If the team's losing. Right. Yeah. Now this guy's winning. Now this guy's official. So if he doesn't start winning, it is not official. Yeah, and they're winning, you know, they're winning. Convincingly. Convincingly and big games. The only thing is, if Milan already made the decision with Ragnik as the technical director, he's going to be there as a coach, too. That's what. That's what, uh, not even the rumor, but that's what he's known to do. He's a, he still was a coach, one-time coach. I still won't understand that. So, in today's day, he's freaking technical coach. So what? bring him in as a, the uh, exactly. just the director. And that's what I think. I the coach. And then if he no, brings in, no uh, yo, if he comes no as a director, then Maldini's gone. Yep. Put Maldini yeah. in a different role. I think you keep Pioli. I think Maldini. You keep Pioli, and I agree with what Capello. Capello said, this Milan is only four to five players away. Give Pioli four to five signings, because you have some very good players. Let him see what he could do. And I think the an argument can be made that Milan constantly, these past decade, get a coach, fire coach. Get a coach, fire coach. Get a coach, fire coach. Now you have somebody who's shown. I'm not saying Pioli's a great coach. I don't think Pioli's a great coach. But you're not going for a great coach. Go for some stability first, 
and allow the team to build around him, get a couple of players, and hope that next year you could fight for Champions League. I think that that's the goal. And then next year, hopefully you could get into the Champions League with four or five signings, and then you could get a great coach. Get Ranić to become the sporting director. And listen, if Pioli a couple months in starts screwing up, then you already have the guy that he's the technical director. The thing is, it's but it's the guy that doesn't want to go back, uh, doesn't want to come back to NC Milan anymore because I said, hey, if the project was, it's either you're getting me from the beginning, I'm not going to be done. Well, what would you like to see uh, AC Milan? To be honest with you, look, if Maldini is not going to be the technical director, I'd rather to see Pioli gone too. I'd rather to keep Maldini and have Ragnic just substituting yeah. Pioli, but they don't, if Maldini's going to go, go if Maldini's going to go, at this point, I'd rather to see Pioli go too. But there's going to be another... Yeah, the way they talk to each other, I don't think it's they... It's going to uh, be another experimental year for Milan if they get Ragnik. So if, at least if they get Pioli, there's there's some substance that there's a team... He what looks is the like substance, it, Mike? They're doing well Look right at your now. games. Nah, nah, your nah, games nah, have nah, been nah, very nah, good. Like you guys aren't doing good right listen now. Listen to me. Listen to me. First of all, this AC Milan has got nothing but five or six... Uh, players that they can okay, be saved. and get a few other ones. There's not a few. So half of your team. Yeah, four it's or five players. More. Four or five it's players. It is. It's four. Yeah, so, uh, uh, you know. I, think it, I think it would not be smart to sack Pioli, yeah. in my opinion. He's doing he, well right you now. are he's four not. points away from the top four teams. That's no, all you are. No, they're not. What do you mean? The top four, we have 15. No, no, no. There's five. 69 is Lazio. Three points from Roma only. Roma Roma is 57. So if they catch up Roma, they're behind the four big teams. Yeah, but there's 10 points. How many points to the fourth? You said four. What did you say? No, no, no. I'm saying after the four big teams, they are right there. It's just a big gap difference. 16 points. But he's doing good. Either way. Keep the momentum. In my opinion, I would keep him. Purely, purely, he hasn't been. He hasn't been uh, a great coach. What, what makes you think? What, what makes you think though? that now all of a sudden he's becoming this great coach? I mean, but nobody he said he's a. I, I said he's not a great coach, but he could be some stability Listen, for a team that needs stability to take more, more than anything. If it's true that this Rag- Ragnic is coming in or Maldini is leaving, if Maldini is leaving, Ibrahimovic is leaving. It's this. It sends down. I'm telling you right now, Ibrahimovic was brought in by Maldini and Boban. They made a phone call to him and they, 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 they convinced him and said, hey, listen, you need to come over here. Doesn't matter. We are behind you. Don't worry. Yeah. The, everything is on, it's on us. You're probably very right about so, that. So if go Zlatan goes, go those guys, they're going to go back to the old habits, the old bad habits that they had. Zlatan, I think, is the one that brought a lot more intensity to this team. How the hell are this team that we had from the beginning of the year, they were slacking off. Zlatan Ibrahimovic comes in and everything changes. Uh, what's what's going on? What they need a motivator? Let me let me answer what that for you. What do they need? Uh, that's, today, that's, that's wrong. Pioli said after the match, he said because uh, uh, Ibra was mad at at the way he played, uh, so he said like he came off like annoyed. Uh, he said Ibra turns into a lion when he goes onto the pitch. He gets really mad, but it's a good man. Uh, it's a good mad. Uh, did I say it correct? Mad. He's a good, good mad. It's a good mad. Uh, we know him really well. The determination that he's brought to Milan has made everyone around him grow. That's what it is. I mean, the project will be you keep Ibrahimovic and you keep Maldini. Then this Ragnic is going to have the... You cannot really come from outside and have all of this demand that you want to do uh, the boss the, 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 and everything else. No, I said, it's either you do this or you do this. So since Maldini is the technical director, to me, that's what I would have done. I said to the guy, I said, listen, you are over here on the bench. We can get your opinion about who we're going to be signing. You can get your voice, but you're not in charge of... Uh, of everything else over here. So you're going to be over there. You're going to be in charge of all your squad over there. And we're going to just try to support you with the, the player that you might need 
to get your project done. I believe Ranik and Maldini don't get along. No, that's that's not going to work. But they never even know each it, other. Those it's two either guys. one or the other. They were they you say that to. that them two together. You cannot have both, so you have to choose Maldini and Pioli or Ratni. No, forget it. There is no Maldini and Pioli. It's Maldini and Ibrahimovic. Pioli is not part of the project. Pioli, he got signed on AC Milan just to to finish up what uh, uh, Gianpaolo didn't do. So they got Uso, and look, he signed an extension because he was doing good. Well, listen. You got to reward uh, coaches like that. Listen, I was not in favor of Gattuso being sacked. I'm not saying you were, but that's the reason he was in as a caretaker for Andalusia. Gattuso was not sacked by Maldini and Boban. Gattuso was sacked by the the, the Gazzini's company. But, uh, but that's besides and, and the company. point, though. But he was doing good, and they rewarded him, and they kept him for. Uh, they signed the contract extension. Listen, purely scares me because it's not. It, it, but who's Ragnik? You're making it seem like you know the guy too. It's well, a chance. Listen, it's a whole. Listen, a whole. one thing with Ragnik, I said, what's what's there? We're gonna we're gonna have to lose. I mean, we are. If we make it like Gaetano said, if we make it into <laughs> that the, is true. If we make it into the UEFA, and this guy here changes completely the mentality of the team by signing four or five very young people that they they have a you know that they've been scouted already, quote unquote. That can make a huge difference for NC Milan. I would welcome that. The, the risk, the risk is that you're you're starting to see good things with this Pioli at the end. That's the risk. That's the only risk you have. Because otherwise, I, I would agree with you. I've been hearing this for the coaches. I just feel like it's gonna be another I, a quick switch. Listen, I think they gotta stick with something that works instead of going over again. Because Milan's been doing that for seasons and it hasn't been working. You cannot really be with one foot in and one foot out. It's either Pioli gets signed and then this Ragnic gets totally. Put it on the shelf. Yes, and that's then what would happen. That's, that's exactly what would happen. But you cannot have uh, Ragnic and then uh, and, and Maldini. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Either or. Yes. So, uh, so if Ragnic comes in, Maldini's gone, and so yes. Pioli's gone. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Atalanta, you got to go, right, P? Soon. Okay. Uh, Atalanta, speaking about teams that do good, 6-2 win over Brescia. They've scored 93 goals <coughs> with five games to go. Mm. Atalanta have scored 93 goals. That averages out to a little bit less than three goals a game. Almost three goals a game when you watch Atalanta play. Imagine that. I think Bayern Munich is the only one to hit 100. That's like below them. And they could break a record for being the first uh, Serie A team to break the 100 goals since like the 50s. I think it's, I believe it's 1951 wow. was the last time. And, and and that time was really funny is three teams uh, got 100 goals, which is crazy to me. No Sorry. defense back then, right? Right, I, I don't know. right after the war. Did, did Tonali score? I, I, he got given an assist. Uh, he came in wow. and he was a sub. And then you it, really don't like Tonali anymore. No, it's just I don't like Tonali to go to Inter because uh, you know <laughs> they, they what are they gonna do with Tonali? This guy here is not a leader. L let's focus on Atalanta, maybe. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought Brescia on, so they beat Brescia six to two. Yeah, so you took away from Brescia so to, to Tonali. The leadership of Tonali, maybe Tonali scored <laughs> the two goals, whatever. So uh, you know, Tonali has been rumored that AC Milan is uh, it's uh, might might be taking uh, might be uh, signing him too. Listen. Muriel there's, didn't there's play only, that game either. There's, there's only so much you could do with that Brescia team, so you can't really say. But going to Atalanta, six unbelievable. Goals. It's six goals. Zapata, Malibu, Derun scored one. That's why I'm pointing uh, to the Derun jersey. scored one. Mm. Yeah. He scored a nice one. Have volley. They just dismantled Brescia. Brescia <laughs> looks terrible. <laughs> I mean, they took six goals from Inter. They've been... They, this guy uh, Muriel comes uh, from the from the bench. He's got like seventeen goals, I think. Yeah. Muriel's Total. actually recovered. Oh, we said it. Total. 
Yeah. 17 total, not from the bench. 17 total. But, 17 but he's saying he's not total, yeah. 17 total, I'm saying, but I, I mean, he was not a starter. a starter, right? Yeah. Today, he wasn't called up. He slipped on his pool and hit his head. He was in the no. hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, though. He's good. he's good. He slipped on the edge of his... He hit the head, his head on the edge of the pool. Oh, but he's all right. Shit. They thought yeah. it was worse. They were scared. He was at but the he game. Got, he was, anyway, yeah, he went to the game. Anyway, Atalanta, the character of this team and the way, the spirit that they have and the way that they play and... You know, the mentality of going forward and not being scared of anybody, it's something to be, uh, that should be commended for. Mm. Uh, and that has also has a lot to do with the coach and the way the coach Absolutely. thinks. Absolutely. You know, that's going back to, uh, you know, to Inzaghi. So uh, I really enjoy them uh, watching, watching them play. I'm hoping for a miracle, miracle. Oh, Champions League. you didn't even Champions talk. League. You were you were here for the podcast that we did on Champions League? No, mm. you weren't here. No, no the last here. one. Yeah, you missed the last two, right? Uh, I think we were saying how the reaction from PSG was very excited, uh, very happy that they got um, that they got Atalanta. But now you can make the argument that it's not. I mean, for sure, it's not going to be uh, an easy game. I'm not saying that Atalanta will win. Of course, PSG are the heavy favorites. But it's not going to be an Atalanta that sits back and does all this. And this is an Atalanta that has not taken a dip. PSG are going to not have played competitive for five months. Their league is done. I know that they have a few cup finals. We found out they have one or two cup finals, a couple friendlies against Celtic and Co. But I think playing at that top level, competitive, keeping the energy high, is going to strongly benefit in Atalanta's favor. And again, I've heard... PSG fans, oh yeah, we're gonna have nobody injured. We have rest. I don't, I don't believe in that. I don't agree with that. Atalanta is gonna have two weeks of rest too. Yeah, right? and and you know what? You know what's really good? I love this. Um, ESPN had this French guy. It's bad. I think Frank Lebouf. Is he, he's a former player. I think he won the World Cup with uh, France, mm-hmm. um, ninety-eight or two thousand ninety-eight. Um, anyway, he was saying that th- that. PSG, I don't want to misquote him, but he was not heavily favoring PSG. And he got into a little debate with his other, the other French guy on there who's big supporter of PSG, who was saying that, that if you take three weeks off in football, you lose your competitive spirit. You lose your match fitness. He's saying that the, the amount of months that PSG have, uh, that they're going to be out, uh, will not help them at all. And on top of that, he says that playing these friendlies and this and that, he said it doesn't do anything. Listen, like you, we said, had you said. said in the beginning that PSG is stably favored. Then they're not. Yeah, they are. I give them a 50-50 just because they have nah. Neymar and they have Mbappe or whatever. I give them a 50-50. Well, the other thing with PSG is they don't have a good record in Champions League. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. defense sucks. Also, another but Atalanta doesn't have a record in Champions League. Also okay, they don't have a record, but yeah. PSG, they're going to the Champions League, they exactly. never, and they never it, did anything. I said so. for Atalanta, this is the best big team to get. Right. They're of bottlers. Course. They've bottled many games, yeah. and it's only one match. You know it's only one match. There's no home and away. There's no two legs. Yeah. It's, it's one, one game. One leg. One leg. To the it changes the whole approach. To it changes everything. And PSG never beat an Italian team in the Champions League ever. So that's just another stat, by the way. Okay. Hopefully that continues. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's better he has something up his sleeve. Anyway, yeah. yes. Uh, I just, every weekend and week out, I'm just, I just look at Atalanta and I'm, yeah, I'm amazed. Jaw dropped. Uh, Gasparini, Gasparini, he's not, not going to lay down and just let them walk the, uh, all over. I mean, hey, a lot, few episodes that can decide any, any game. You can have a, a stupid team beating a big team yeah. because of one or two episodes. But uh, if the, the game is being played the right way, 
I think Gasparini, Gasparini can take them over. There's going to be a yeah. lot of also, that game. If we want to say, like, uh, the second game versus Man City, where the first half was, was looked like Man City dominated, but then the second half, Atalanta came back strong. And similar to PSG, they have fast wingers when you had Sterling on one side, Mahrez, and they completely dominated that second half versus Man City. If they can, uh, you know, prepare the match as if it was that second half that they play versus Man City, they're going to have a, a good shot, especially when they play the ball and stuff like that. We saw them already give problems versus Juventus, versus Inter. New, you name it, any top teams, they've they've dominated and taken Champions possession. They, they yeah. So, Gatano, Gatano, you, you, uh, if you are the coach of PSG, you got Neymar, you got Mbappe, you got uh, Icardi over there. What do you do? You play them at the three, uh, on the, the top three on, on, uh, like that? Or just you, you sit one on the well, bench and then you wait and see? You know, I don't... Approach. I, I didn't follow the PSG uh, before uh, this, uh, they stopped. I don't know if Cavani... I think Cavani was starting. Yeah, but he's no, he's no longer there. He's not yeah. going to be playing after. He's not going to be playing. No. Icardi's a starter now. I don't know if that's a very good. Mm. Well, they got Icardi. So Cavani now. He didn't know. he didn't prolong two month long. Oh, okay, so he's so not going to be playing. So he's looking for a team. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, you got uh, yeah. You you got Icardi. It's very offensive uh, lineup. You know, the only the one that back really back. scares me on the lineup is Icardi. Icardi is, is looking to to some sort of a some sort of a revenge to show what the Serie A basically is missing by just letting somebody like him go. Uh, I don't think it has to do with him wanting to revenge against Serie A. I think he just wants to score and then keep going. <laughs> yeah, but Who's it's going to be right there on the center. Bappe is going to come in from the left and Neymar yeah. uh, right. uh, from the right and Neymar from the left. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's trouble. I mean, it's trouble on the paper only, but, uh, ah, you know. On the field, too. Yeah, on the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. Uh, they have I some decent defender. And listen, PSG does not have a great defense. They believe don't. me. They don't. They don't. Not they great, don't. but they have. They have. Room. Who, who it's gonna, have? guys. There's gonna be Diego goals. Silva. There's yeah. gonna be goals. Yeah. Yeah. Thiago Silva apparently is rumored to come to AC Milan again. Who? Thiago Silva. Yeah. They might. They might because uh, maybe Magnic. because of Ibrahimovic. You never know. <laughs> but if Maldini is gone, that rumor is gonna go. <laughs> uh, Napoli won uh, tied one-one uh, um, against Bologna. Well, again, we've we've said Napoli. I mean, they're not going to get into a Champions League. They're going to get. They're going for the. Who, who scored for Napoli? <laughs> a guy that's got more goals than Bernadeschi. Manolas. Uh, yeah, Manolas. Unfortunately, <laughs> they didn't get the win over there. But I'm I'm happy for Bologna that they got a draw. I was In when Napoli they scored. I was like, okay, I'm good. For, I'm happy for Mihailovic. But um, yeah, Marco was saying <laughs> we posted about it. Bernadeschi played like 25 games this season. He has zero goals, and Manolas. He had, I think he played 22 games and he has four it's goals. Still, which I is mean, pretty good the games, the games back. don't matter because they both played the same amount of games. That's true. I know. 22 and 25. Whatever, it's yeah. the same amount. But yeah, it was pretty. Anyway, pretty uh, I, I know that Catuso was uh, pretty upset about this game, but the teams uh, that uh, Bologna, Mialovic, that he coaches, man, they fight from the first minute until the last second. These guys, they never give up. And that's, again, you know, it's something that the coach gives, I think, to these players. You know, they got the fighting inside, and that's it's it's nice to see. They're not fun to play against. And they they yeah, they got a couple of young players. They run and Orsonini. run. Yeah, Orsonini. they Orsonini. run Orsonini. like uh, a lot of heart into the um, Bologna team. Roma uh, beat Verona two one, and Overe two scored. Um, poor win for them. Even Verona is a, a difficult team, team. Yeah, uh, difficult team, especially at times. Um, so Roma needed the win, 
And they're another one who they actually they got rid of their uh, Nike deal today. They they cut off ties with Nike yeah. early. Kid makers, they, that's great. Why? Why? Don't like Nike? They said they might go to Kappa, which would be cool. But the only reason I bring this up is because they were saying that it might have to do with the ownership being sold. Mm. That's what they were saying. Um, Roma, I didn't see their match against Verona. Anybody here watch it? I was watching. No, I saw I the Juventus match. No, but that's a good win for Roma. I mean, Verona is, uh, is doing very well. In, in as well. So all the criticize about Fonseca and all the criticize about uh, uh, the team, and they played a lot of the season without Zaniolo, they are behind the, the, the four teams, and that's why they belong. They don't belong anywhere in Champions League. They belong behind the that's four teams, point. and they're there. And they're right there. And actually, they are four points ahead of Milan and four points ahead of Napoli. So I had a Napoli. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you are right. Well, I mean, you're not I wrong. Mean, it's, it's a good perspective. I mean, in the beginning of the season, you could have probably argued that they'd be fighting for top four because I probably didn't see Lazio there and I didn't see Atalanta there. So I get I get what you're saying overall with what happened. With but Zaniolo I think I think he's just saying that everybody's talking about Roma like they've had such a failure of a season where in the end they they finished yeah. where uh, where they probably were gonna finish yeah. no matter what. Yeah. What did Lazio do? I mean, they tied. But uh, yeah, that's it for Lazio. Yeah, but what, what has Roma done? Roma, I feel like they only think about selling players. You know. So you're saying considering the yeah, season? Yeah, of okay, course. Yeah. Considering yeah. season, change of ownership, it's not, it's not all those problems. Yeah. This. They didn't change ownership yet. I'm yeah, saying there are talks, the, the rumors of. Becomes a lot of. I want to, uh, we're going to conclude. We're going to go to the audio uh, Q&A. Actually, let's just go to it right now. And we're going to, we'll talk about the Manchester City ban. Because uh, mm. I want to. So. Uh, you want to go? Uh, you can go. Yeah, if you got it, yeah. Go, go, go. Hey, we got 10 minutes. Okay. Let, we'll do this quick. <laughs> See you, P. Forza Inter. All right, P. I'll see you. So Manchester City, uh, they they got rid of their their ban. They were they were going to be banned from Europe for two years. Um, they ended up doing an investigation, and UEFA told them they had to pay 10 million euros as their fine, and they're off the hook, and they're allowed to play Champions League football. After how many months of saying that they're going to be out, they're going to be out. They're, they end up being okay to uh, to playing in this, and it's Ridiculous. it's it's absolutely insane. And I think everybody kind of knew with Man City that one way or another. I joked about this with somebody I was talking to. I was like, if if UEFA would have excluded Man City, Man City would have said, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna buy UEFA. We're gonna we're gonna make our own UEFA and do our own thing." I think that the 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 power struggle is so large at Manchester City that they could get away with anyone. I I even heard this financial guy who was saying that. If Man City wanted to, they could have taken this to court and beaten them with just hiring lawyers. They would have been able to outspend UEFA, that UEFA would have cut them a deal no matter what. That's how much money they have. And I think Mourinho said it best. Uh, he said, it makes no sense what, what happened here because if why are they getting fined $10 million if they're not guilty? If you're not guilty, you then you yeah. shouldn't have to pay you're anything. He yeah. said, if you're exactly. guilty, then you should have the repercussions of what were. Why are you paying $10 million? Why yeah. is there $10 million they paid? Figured, they figured with the right amount, you can do anything you want, whether you are in Manchester City or you are somebody else. This is money talks. That's what the bottom line is. Milan, we, we, were, Milan got excluded because of you know, similar things. Yeah. Chelsea mm -hmm. had their a transfer ban. It feels like everybody gets away with uh, Everybody has suffered the consequences, but when it's Manchester City or something like that, it's... I, guess, I guess money talks. Mm. Yeah. And it's definitely gonna. They definitely paid a lot more than ten million oh, euros. Yeah, yeah. 
I would well, assume. Under the table for sure. I, I don't know. Just to me, I mean, the rebuttal thing. this if you can, if there's if there's something that we're missing from the situation. Yeah. But it is pretty ridiculous in my eyes. And again, Mourinho, what it's true. If you're not guilty, why are you getting paid? Why are you getting caught with 10 and million? And I just wanted to add a question here. It kind of does affect Serie because if they did get the ban, maybe Pep would have left and been like, I don't want to not play Maybe they Champions wouldn't get League. Lautaro. And maybe, maybe they wouldn't. There's so many things. No, no, that's Skriniar. Okay. And, this... what, and then maybe Sari would have got sacked and maybe Juve would have got Pep. So no, I'm just saying it's a definitely a possibility. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. That's what Juve wanted of to be last season. Of so course. Ju- just crazy. For something... Not very ethical uh, that we could well, see. Let's, listen, this is, there is another, there is another, uh, another uh, angle that you can see What's this thing here. Yeah. Hey, they say, listen, we know they, they can actually put this argument on the table. That said, listen, we know we're not guilty, but uh, if this is going to be appeasing you by just, uh, you know, fining us 10, 10, million, uh, 10 million, we care about soccer and we, pay, we care about our uh, membership and our tifosi and our, uh, you know, followers and all the stuff. So, uh, you know, we're not... Not to upset everybody else, but this is not. They can still say this is not an admission of the guilt. We're going to pay the staff, and then maybe we're going to take on. We're going to take on on the legal legality of this stuff here later on. Why would they do I that? Though? That, that doesn't seem feasible. Why would they just say that? Oh, here's ten million just for your troubles. Why would they say that? That doesn't make mm, sense to me. I don't know. Uh, first question comes from Maria. She said, "If you had to be stuck on an island with any Serie A player, past or present, who do you choose?" We can skip Antonio on this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to do present player, Donnarumma. <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. Balotelli. He's a lot of. What's fun, Donnarumma gonna provide you? He'll be able to grab like uh, high things. Coconuts, bananas. <laughs> 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 just grab for the. He's not a draft. Bananas. I mean, he looks like one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, wait. You are really tall. Yeah. Arthur's pretty tall. I'm sure Donnarumma's taller than you. Oh my god! They're gonna make a freaking. They're gonna become the tree. I can jump on his shoulder and I can just reach the top of the. Yeah. Well, Italian player would be Dal Piero and uh, oh. Falcao would be. Uh, really like he, Falcao. He, he was my idol, so it would be. I think players. We'd be chill on the beach. He'll be he'll be saying jokes. I'm sure he has a lot of funny stories, and I think we'll be mm. we'll be. And he speaks English too. Past. Yeah, I, I think Toto would be fun too because he, he, yeah. I, I think he will tell you a lot of stuff. Oh, and and he's a fun. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Even yeah. I I would say past is Del Piero. Current, I would say Ronaldo. I would like to get inside the mind of somebody like that. Don't you think and also, I feel like that guy's going to figure out a way to survive. Like, if there's anybody that's going to survive. That guy doesn't have a mind. That guy's, he's brain dead. I yeah, really he's like brain dead. A lot, but I feel like he's just like, Cassano would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, until you're stuck on an island with him Cassano. where no, nobody's getting out of this and he's going to tell you every listen, story that he has to. Listen, Cassano would We're be both going fun. down. We're going like, down with a bang. I feel like he's so much of a gentleman, you wouldn't say half the stories. You know who would tell you everything that's going on inside the locker room? Ibra. That's true. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's so true. I didn't think about it. Yeah, Ibra would be funny. Asano would be the yeah. one. We're starting to play with coconuts and we're starting to uh, we'll go I, fishing for aqua. I feel like I feel like Asano would tie you up. I don't think so. I think I think Asano would tie you up. He's a lot of fun. Believe me. Um, then, 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 let's see. Let's see the next question. Um, what are the chances of Inter and Atalanta coming back to beat Juve for the Scudetto? Comes from Ramirez. Uh, kind of slim, but still uh, a small, small glimmer. No chance. Glimmer of hope. I don't know. Gaetano, remember I was saying there's still a Scudetto's not How over. How many points? And I said if Juve stumble upon, 
They could still do and it. Atalanta. And if Lazio won those games, they would have been higher. Than if. I know, I'm just saying. But they should. Lazio should have won those games. Seven? Yeah. And, and I would say, yeah. But remember, remember, Juventus have the head-to-head on both of them. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So it does matter. matter. How many games are left? <laughs> it does. How many games are left? Like extra... How many? Five. I would say Atalanta more than Inter would take, uh, will uh, will uh, probably uh, because they it might actually win. Does they might, <laughs> listen, they might win the all five games. Atalanta, you add 15 points to what they have right now. If Juventus just slips up on uh, on uh, two games, that's, that's it. Tough. That's tough. They, I mean, if there's like a 10 percent chance Atalanta can win it. Sean asked, "Who do you think should be Fiorentina's next manager?" Please answer individually. Spalletti. <laughs> I've been well, saying we, Spalletti's off the table. We found out that Spalletti is probably not going to be. Yeah, Spalletti is still getting paid from Inter. Okay, so who who would it be? Is there is there an argument for De Zerbi? But I don't know if he would go. I don't think he's going to go there. So that's Unless they give project. him enough money. Yeah, it's gonna mm. be hard. Not not Paolo. Oh. Not Pioli. I will just give them uh, um, um, Roma ex coach over there, Di Francesco. Di Francesco. He's also getting paid by Roma. Might be hard. Mm. Hard. There's not that many. Di Francesco, I feel like, fell off the map. I don't even know. He was here last night. He, your buddy looked like right. Di Francesco. Di Francesco would be a good, uh, a good fit for sure. If uh, Fonseca uh, leaves Roma, I, I would take uh, Fonseca. I like the idea of De Zerbi to, uh, or Di Francesco. Spalletti is my number one. Uh, but Mazzari, no? No, 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 no. Maran? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. I'm These are all like basic coaches agent. that are not going to create anything. There's not that many in the market. Yeah, I would keep Yakini if you're going to get Maran. I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying they should. I'm just or throwing. I, 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 I have somebody. Hey, you know what I will keep? The yeah, coach oh. of uh, Udinese. Uh, what's, uh, what's his name? Um, um, uh, Alongo? Uh, no. Tudor? Udinese's ex-coach. Tudor, yeah, maybe. No. Who? Who are you going to say? For like seven, seven eight years, ten oh, years ago. Oh, yeah, uh, I know who you do. No. no, no, I know who you're talking about, and I like that guy. Who? <laughs> excellent, excellent. Stramaccioni? No. I, I like. Who am I going to search? What am I going to search? Udinese uh, coach of 2005. I, I like that guy. It's a, and he's over. He's yeah, not said any. any he's a good guy. Guidolin? Guidolin? Guidolin. No way. You guys are both talking about the same person? Ah, yeah, yeah Guidolin. Yeah, I like Guidolin. Like is he bald? Is he the Excellent. bald one? No, no, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not bald. Coach. Oh, he played at Swansea too? Was coach. he in England? Guidolin style was almost a Saki style of, of, uh, of playing. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm, I can't believe that you guys are talking about the same coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember him. Oh, and, I, and I remember... What happened to him, Gatano? He yeah, just fell off. Uh, and I remember that uh, he was, uh, you know, when he, after the interview, he, he never... Uh, he never had any he excuse. No, an excuse. If he lost, he lost, and he he accepted the uh, mm-hmm. the um. Wow. Like Ranieri, right? No. Sort of like in that no, sense. Ranieri Ranieri. Ranieri. No, Ranieri. No, Ranieri. 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 Ranieri saved uh, Sampdoria, by the way. Yeah, yeah but I don't out. like. No, I'm just saying like this. Um, I, let's keep going. Let's I keep going. Um, da, da, da. okay, we have no more questions. Or oh, uh, there's one: Can Inter win the the title next season? <laughs> Sorry. That's from I mean, Senor they Solo. They can say every season they can win the title. <laughs> if they According to uh, Antonio, they can win the tripleta the this tripleta year and next year. Next year, too. At the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a quote from Messi that we just got sent live on this podcast mm-hmm. where uh, Barcelona just lost the league, by the way. Wow. Real Madrid lost, uh, won wow. the league. They were, and you know, sorry. They were down one nothing when I was checking on my phone. Oh, yeah. They lost 2-1, 96 minutes. They lost 2-1, they Barcelona? Lost two one, well, yeah. this quote makes a lot more sense. Uh, Messi after the match. He said, Roma, Liverpool, the fans are running out of 
patience because we're not giving them anything. If we want to fight for the Champions League, a lot has to change. If we keep on like this, we're going to lose to Napoli. That's listen, messy. Listen, That's I gotta, messy saying I got to tell you something. Barcelona Napoli reports, is a game, uh, is a game that is not on the, on, on the tank for anybody. That is pretty it's, incredible coming from Messi. I would say a 55, so it's a 55-45. 55 Barcelona, 45 Napoli. But that it's is, close. I can't uh, believe he said... It's close. Very close. Barcelona is very weak on defense. Barca, Barca, even just everything that's going around the club is really bad right but, now. But Messi's saying that. That goes to show. I wish they were Messi playing tomorrow. I wish they were playing right now. Mm. I would be much more confident. Okay, I want to end the thing with right, one last it. question. Uh, we already know Spal and Brescia is probably going to go down. Who's the third team that's going to go down? And said you're being, I want to see oh. Genova. Well, it's between Lecce and Genoa. Lecce. Lecce is going down. Yeah. Lecce is going it's down. Between oh, Lecce it's between Lecce and Genova. I want to see Genova Why? down. Because Lecce is... Uh, because they sold them Piontek. Because they sold you Piontek. <laughs> All right, I'll say Lecce. You saw I say Lecce. Yeah. Lecce. Liberani, Who's yours? Liberani, you didn't say. Yeah, yeah, no, Lecce. Who's, yeah? Oh, Lecce. Yeah, yeah, Lecce. Uh, okay. Genova can't go down. They have, they're one Genova of the best down. derbies. Of they can go down. No, I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> Mike, they, they can go they down. They got one of the best derbies in Europe. They're the Lanterna. All right, guys. As always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Anto, keep that. Keep the hair. Yeah, it looks good on you. That is so funny. So...